Welcome to the Navigating Your Career podcast. This is the place for you to figure out your next career move, learn how to speak up and show up as the real you, and discover the path that brings out the best in you. If you want to stop feeling stuck, start feeling better, and take ownership of your career and your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. Let's get started. Welcome. I'm so glad that you are here for this week's episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that impacts most people at one point or another. I hear about it in my personal life, I experienced it in my career, and it's a grievance I hear from about 80% of my clients. And that is when you work with someone you don't think is doing their job. Or it could be that they aren't meeting your expectations, that they miss deadlines, that they aren't as competent as you would expect. All of those things apply here. I find this is especially irritating for people who have done the job before. I was talking to a client who was extremely frustrated that they used to do the same role. Then they were promoted to lead the team, backfilled their role, only to find the person could barely keep up. Work was not getting done as quickly or efficiently as it could. Another one of my clients struggled with her boss not fitting the bill. She wasn't doing the job as well as my client expected her to, and she felt like she was babysitting all the time. This one is a bit more complicated, so if this is you, I would suggest going back and listening to the episode when you know more than your boss. Now, I have a couple of clients who struggle with a global team, a team that is supposed to provide a certain level of support, but doesn't seem to ever have any answers and in fact just creates more work for them. Another one of my clients has to get used to onboarding new members, the team that those new members don't have experience that they should have for the industry, and this creates a lot of confusion and extra work. With another one of my clients, um, they struggle with the management that seems to be consistently choosing people that don't have the technical skills to do their job properly. A belief here is that the manager doesn't have the technical skills to really choose someone who would be a good fit. So those that are down doing the work are the ones that have to suffer and the manager doesn't really know the difference. So you see, there's a lot of different ways that this shows up for you. And the common theme is that you find yourself in a situation where you have a coworker, whether a peer or someone in management that just isn't meeting your expectations. Now, did you catch that? You may be thinking, hold up. It isn't that they aren't meeting my expectations. They are not doing their job. In fact, maybe even people agree with you. And I get it. I've been there too. And like I said, there are multiple clients that I help them with this. So we are going to dive right into my first piece of advice on how to handle the situation. And that is to be aware of your expectations. You're probably a high performer who does their job extremely well. I mean, most mediocre or poor performers aren't looking around thinking others can't do their job. Your expectations for how you do your job and how others do their job are just your opinion. Now, some of you are probably feeling really triggered right now and maybe ready to turn this episode off, but stick around because you need to hear this. 
because you're frustrated, you're stressed, you may even be angry about your coworker or multiple coworkers who aren't doing their job. And I'm going to help you feel better about this and manage your mind better so that this isn't a problem for you. The first step is to be aware of your own judgment. So let's put that frustration to the side for a minute and explore this. What are your expectations of this person? Where do those expectations come from? Also ask yourself, is it your job to be responsible for this person doing theirs? I'm guessing not. Because if this was your direct report, you'd be managing this in a whole different way. So you've asked yourself some tough questions. And you can pause this and write them out if you like. If not, really go back and really process these questions. What are your expectations? Where do they come from? And is it your responsibility to manage them for this person or for these people? So now that you have those answered, let's take it further. The person who isn't doing their job has a manager whose job is to make sure that they are doing their job. And you may be thinking, yes, but they don't know, they don't care, maybe they are best friends with their boss, and this is just a really toxic situation. And that may be very true. But how is it helping you to be stressed and frustrated about this? How is it helping you do your job better? How is it helping your future and what you want for your career? When you focus on other people and their deficiencies, it creates a deficiency in you. Hear that again. When you focus on other people and their deficiencies, it creates a deficiency in you. Spending time thinking about this person and what they are or are not doing, how unfair it is, how they are preventing you from doing your job is causing you to not only feel bad, but you're also probably talking or complaining to others about it, stressed at home thinking about it, unintentionally creating a disruption at work with the negativity, avoiding them and not getting what you need as a result, creating more work for yourself. I'm sure that there are some more things you could add to this list. And listen, it sucks, I know. But I want you to move out of this place of frustration to a place of productivity and being in service to you. I want you to have what you need and to feel better about this and to stop letting it frustrate you. So the first step is to create some awareness about the expectations that you have. The second step is to manage your thinking. When you think something like, Jack doesn't know how to do his job, that creates these feelings for you and that creates some actions or inactions that you have of gossiping, avoiding, workarounds, etc. You start behaving differently and feeling the negative consequences of that because of this other person. That is a whole lot of power that you are outsourcing to this coworker who isn't doing their job. Now, you may also be thinking, well, no, I actually don't do any of those things. I don't let this affect me and my job performance at all. And if you're thinking that, I have some homework for you. Grab a sheet of paper and write down all of the things that you think about this coworker. Then write down all of the impact that this has on you. It could be feelings, could be actions, could be avoidance. Include everything at work and at home. Even if it is just time that you spend thinking about this person, write down all of the ways that this is impacting you that this person is not doing their job. 
Now look at the two lists. So you have the list of um, everything you think about this coworker, and then you have the list of all of the ways that it's impacting you. And now I want you to ask yourself, how does this correlate? How are they connected? If you're not seeing a connection, ask yourself if all of the ways it's impacting you would be your reality if you thought your coworker was doing their job. Spoiler alert, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be stressed. You wouldn't be doing or not doing the same things in relation to this coworker if you thought that they were amazing because the whole list of things is because you think they are not. Now, at this point, some of you get this and you understand what I'm saying. And for some of you, you may still be resisting this concept. I can hear you saying, well, I wouldn't think that they are doing their job when they aren't. Or how can I think that they're doing their job when they're so clearly not? And I hear you. I'm not trying to get you to resist the reality. I'm trying to get you to move past it into something that is going to help you and for you to feel better. So I want to ask you, how do you know they aren't doing their job? What tells you that they aren't? It's again going back to your expectations. So you adjust your thinking by adjusting your expectations. Then you go into the final step, which is to decide how you want to manage this coworker who isn't doing their job. Instead of staying in frustration, we're going to move into action. So how is them not doing their job impacting you? And when I say impacting in this scenario, I'm talking about how they're impacting your work, not necessarily just impacting your feelings or your stress level. So if if their lack of effort or competency in their job does not impact your ability to do yours, if it's just that they're getting paid maybe the same or more than you, they're in leadership, maybe they're on your team, but you don't directly work together much, well, then I would argue that you just need to manage your mind on this and let it go. And that's something that I teach you exactly how to do in coaching. If this is something that impacts you, let's say they have information you need or a service they provide and you can't move forward without that information or service, then ask yourself, what can you do to get the information? How can you move forward without it? You start to move your brain out of feeling frustrated and that this isn't fair or right to taking the power back and going into problem solving mode because this is causing you stress. I'm sure the other person isn't at home stressed that you're stressed. They likely don't even know that you're frustrated. So your life is being impacted and to change it, you need to change something. So let me tell you about how this impacted one of my clients. So one of my clients spent a lot of time, but she didn't notice it, complaining about one of her peers. She didn't feel that they did their job and she felt a responsibility to make up for it. Deadlines were missed, their direct reports didn't get what they need, and were going to her for help. The person's um, team was not getting what they needed the person wasn't engaged in meetings, all of these things added up to her feeling frustrated. And she also felt it was unfair because she was a high performer and saw how they were dropping the ball and she had more work because of it. 
So she managed this by going to meetings that she didn't need to, to make sure she got information for them when the person wasn't always going, offering to be a backup for them because she assumed they wouldn't offer themselves, offering to help their team with any questions, watching them in meetings and frustrated every time they scrolled social media during a meeting, analyzed them every time they talked to their boss or did anything, looking for validation that they were indeed not doing their job. She talked about them at home. She talked about them in coaching. And this all seemed reasonable. If you had heard this scenario as a peer, it would seem very frustrating and a very uncontrollable circumstance. We've all had coworkers that don't do their job well, and she was doing her best to get what she needed to do her job, albeit frustrated in the process. But when we broke apart her thoughts about him and how it was driving all of this action and inaction, she could see that she was creating more work for herself, that no one asked her to step in, that she decided that she needed to manage him rather than let their manager do it. She thought she was helping them out, so everyone got what they needed. But what she did was she enabled them to not attend their required meetings, to not support their staff, because she was doing it for them. Once she was able to see this, she started letting go of taking that responsibility. She stopped going to their meeting. She stopped raising her hand to step in. She started minding her own business and not letting what he was or was not doing be of concern to her. We worked on her thoughts and how to tweak them little by little. We worked on the action that she could take that would allow her to feel better. We worked on what she wanted her workday to be like and we adjusted the plans accordingly. She saw how she not only let them influence her thinking and behavior, but she contributed it to her own stress by training and taking control and trying to manage the outcome based on her belief that they wouldn't do their job or do it right. But she learned how to look at them and herself differently. She learned how to look at her expectations, manage her mind, and take the appropriate action to get the result that she wanted. So the first thing you do is you look at your expectations and where they come from. You then manage your mind and become aware of how you thinking this way about your coworker is impacting you at work and at home. Then you take action in either managing your mind if they don't impact your work or going into problem solving mode to get what you need. You may be thinking this sounds easier said than done, and I have worked with many clients on this very thing, and this process works. It is possible to feel better and get what you need without changing the circumstance, which is that you have a coworker who isn't meeting your expectations. We all work with people at some point that don't do their job as well as we want them to. We can feel like it's unfair and question ourselves or our company. Why are you giving so much when they're giving so little? You can think that way, but I'm guessing you're listening to this because you want a solution, because you want to feel differently. And the truth is, we can't fire your coworker. Sure, you can escalate things, and that is sometimes the best thing to do, but you can also learn to manage your mind and take responsibility for this. If you take responsibility, you can move into problem solving and action. At the end of the day, being frustrated or complaining is only hurting you and others at work may notice and you don't need to let this person have that power over you. You can decide not to let them and that starts with looking inward, managing your mind and moving into action with what you can do with what you have. 
And if you want to dig deeper on this, learn to manage your mind in any situation and thrive at work, I encourage you to apply for coaching with me. The first step is to fill out a brief questionnaire that tells me a little bit about you. Then we will schedule some time for a complimentary consultation to confirm that we are a good fit. You will then be well on your way to being happier and more fulfilled at work and at home. So things like this don't have to stop you dead in your tracks and negatively impact your quality of life. Just go to www.melissamlawrence.com to learn more and I will put a link in the show notes. Have an amazing week.